Hello and welcome to Peace of Me, the podcast by Zalando. I'm Janine Matos, your host and Senior Program Manager for Partner Services here at Zalando. In each episode, I welcome an inspirational expert from Zalando to take a deep dive into our exciting and multifaceted industry and also share lots of practical tips and trends to help you on your own career and work journey. Each guest brings in three items as they reveal their motivations, stories, and what they've learned along the way. A piece that is close to their heart, one from their career, and one from their role at Zalando. Today, I have a great guest, Karen Nerbas, Director Product Platform and Partner Experience. Hello, Karen. Welcome. How are you? Hi, Janine. I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. So, Karen, what are the three pieces you brought? The first item that I brought is a running shoe. The second item I brought is a card from Blake Nordstrom that says, Extend Yourself. And the last item, the third item that I brought is my passport. But before we actually jump into the pieces, what do you actually do? It's a great question and a question that my family asks me and my parents ask me on a regular basis. What is product management? What is it that you do? We know you work in retail. Do you sell shoes or what, right? So my role here at Zalando is working in our B2B space which is a huge kind of growth opportunity and growth vector for Zalando. And I'm specifically leading the product team that's focused on building out the partner platform and common capabilities for our partners across all of the products that we offer within our connected network and B2B space. So we have multiple products that we offer to our partners. ZRS is the return solution. Sorry, I'll use many acronyms and I'll try to make sure that I uh, give you the details behind those, but ZSS, which is our shipping solution, as well as ZFS, which is our fulfillment solution. And our latest and greatest incubation is our multi-channel fulfillment solution. And what we're trying to do is really build a platform from which we can have common capabilities and common services across all of those products that we sell to our partners and deliver our partners a seamless and easy to use, exciting experience that gives them the insights to manage their business with the goal of a win-win-win, right? We want our partners to win, we want our customers to win, and we also want Zalando to win. And so I think really focusing on those different elements and providing that exceedingly amazing experience is, is my mission. So when you speak about partners, it's not only about the partners that we actually have on fashion store or in Zalando. It's also like the partners as if like other stores where we actually can do the shipment for them. Yeah, so it's um, we call them either partners because we really think of them as a partnership or sometimes we'll refer to them as merchants because from a kind of outside looking in, right, they are merchants, they sell goods. And so we have many that we do business with, those that sell on the Zalando platform. But as part of our new business opportunity, we will begin to engage with those that do not sell on the Zalando platform as well. Before we dig into that one, let's start with the three pieces you brought in. What is your first one, the one that is close to your heart and means something special to you? You know, I would have loved to bring my family in <laughs> because I think that they are the most important thing and they wake me up in the morning and drive me to do what I do. And I get a little emotional when I talk about my family. I have two wonderful kids a daughter that's 12 and a son that's nine, and then my husband. And so they're, you know, what drive me, motivate me, and really inspire me every single day. 
But since I can't bring them in, I decided to bring in a running shoe. A running shoe. I like how the balance like family or running shoe. Running shoe I can pack and bring actually to the podcast. Is it a specific running shoe or overall running shoes? More generally, yeah, a running shoe or ideally hopefully two. <laughs> yeah, so um, it really the need for me to be able to get out there, to connect with nature, um, to have a way in which I can kind of decompress We work really in a busy and a action-packed, at sometimes high-pressure environment, right? And I love that. That's what thrills me and excites me. But at the same time, you know, you have to find your balance and you have to find your Zen moments and you have to find the times of reflection. And so I find that when I go running out in the parks and, you know, out in nature and wherever I can find, um, anytime we're traveling, I always run. And so it's a great way to see things and experience culture getting lost in places that you can't find your way back. But um, it really, you know, representative of kind of that personal opportunity to really, you know, get that decompression. That's really nice. And you actually can just pack the shoes and can do a 20 minutes run. You can do a one hour run. Do you also do marathons? No, I don't know that I'm that <laughs> capable. <laughs> you know, I would like to run a half marathon. So that's on my goals to being able to do that. We also do it as a family. So, you know, our kids identify road races that they want to run in in a city or my husband now that we live in Europe um, has identified races that cross borders, which is, you know, being from the U.S., not super exciting if it's crossing a state border, but to cross a country border on a race, you know, around a lake or something is quite exciting. So, yeah, we look for opportunities to, to push ourselves and set goals like that. That's really nice. I am not much of a runner. I rather actually just bike. I tried it before. They say there's like this runner's high that you get. Didn't kick in yet. I don't haven't know. haven't found it. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the second piece that you brought, which is about your career, your life path? Yeah. So I brought in a card that I actually received when I worked at Nordstrom. So I worked at Nordstrom and it's a card that says extend yourself. And it's from the previous CEO at Nordstrom, Blake. It's representative of two things to me. One is how I want to be seen and how I want to focus on my career, which is always extending myself, going above and beyond, being seen as an advocate, empowering others and really helping elevate them. But then also it's representative of retail and coming from a company that I worked for where I've found just a true passion in working in retail. So if we take A few steps back in my you know, career journey, I started um, in the oil and gas industry and consulting. And I quickly identified that I really didn't love it. <laughs> it was um, a lot of thinking about how fuel stations are replenished and fuel and pricing on gas and such, which still has elements of retail. But, you know, I couldn't find a passion there. But I was lucky enough to work with a team in which they were working on the what we call in America the convenience store. Right. So the store that exists within the gas stations. And I really bridged the gap and learned as much as I could about that area and was able to get some great advocacy and support of previous leaders to help me kind of move into that industry. And then just from there have, you know, grown. And every time I've stepped out of retail, I realized that I'm not as motivated. I'm not as passionate. And when as soon as I get back into retail, it's like, oh, the lights go on. The energy is back. I think we can all relate to retail. We're all consumers. We all want these great customer experiences. And so um, that's really where I find my passion. So you actually can compare B2C, which is business to customer, to B2B, 
B2B, business to business, what is the main difference besides, of course, the end consumer? And what drives you to actually really work and invest into B2B? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think that I'm able to apply a lot of the learnings from B2C to B2B. The new elements and the things that I'm learning are really around, you know, commercial, right? So how do we package this thing? How do we sell it to our partners? How do we make sure that we're delivering compelling experiences and thinking about kind of just all of the commercial aspects of selling a product in the market? And really thinking about the market opportunity and making sure that we're delivering product market fit to our partners. That's kind of the big element in which I've been focused and expanding my knowledge. But I was lucky to work in merchandising at some point in my career as well. Um, and so that's working with the merchants that were selling us goods in the B2C space. Um, same thing here. You know, I'm working with them to really, you know, understand how they manage their business and what their pain points are and what information they need to be able to steer their business and how we can provide them with the best insights and information to help them manage. So. So when you are talking about the partners or the merchants, Zalando is based in Berlin. That's where our headquarters are. Do you actually try to focus on these new opportunities in the German market or do you right away also include other markets? Yeah, I mean, we're focused on the merchants that want to do business and sell in the European market in all of the countries that Zalando does business in. That's our current focus. In some cases, that's merchants that are selling from Turkey that are using Zalando as the platform in which to enter the European market. Um, in many cases, it's other merchants that exist within the European ecosystem. We also see partners within the UK in light of Brexit, right, that are looking for ways and ease of selling within the EU. It's all of those, but in the future, it could be more than just the merchants that do business in Europe today. It's super complex. We just had an offsite the other day. I mean, the complexity of selling in the EU is massive. And I think that many brands or companies underestimate the complexity. And then you add into that moving goods to the UK or to Switzerland or Norway, which are customs markets. And it has a whole nother layer of complexity. And so we really are providing a value added capability that our, many of our merchants struggle with. And when you think about the smaller ones that just want to explore and discover what might it look like, you know, am I relevant in this market? You know, they can work with us to try that out. And then they can make decisions based on their performance to shift gears or whatnot, right? And we give them a lot of that autonomy and flexibility. So we've heard about the two first pieces, Karin. The third one, what did you bring connected to Zalando? Yeah, this one was actually the more challenging one. I had a few different ideas, but I actually brought my passport. And the reason that I brought my passport is because... While Zalando exists within Germany, as we've talked about, it, it has such a large presence across the EU. And my team is truly a global team. We actually are building an office in Stockholm. So some of our resources from the product team perspective actually sit in Stockholm in our new office there, as well as some sit in Berlin. Since I joined Zalando, the kind of multicultural global perspective that I have on the team is phenomenal. So I have people from India, from Bangladesh, from, you know, South America, everywhere in the globe is represented on our team. And I just think that's so phenomenal because I really love and get energy again. It's all about my energy. 
from this like different perspectives, right? Whether they be different cultural perspectives or whether they be different backgrounds, not always coming from retail, coming from other industries, bringing best practices and ways of working and challenging, and then just seeing that growth and that learning. So that's something I really also enjoy about Zalando. It is a huge company, but doesn't feel as huge. I could still sometimes feel like a little startup, the spirit of the company and everyone. As you said, like already in your team, there are so many different people. You have your passport. So what passport do you have? <laughs> I, I do come from the U.S., if you can't tell from the accent. So I relocated from Seattle, Washington, two and a half years ago to Germany. Again, to ground back to the family element, my husband had an opportunity to move with his company to Germany, and we made the decision that it was both a great opportunity for his career, but also just a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for our kids and a perfect timing in terms of the ages for them to move to Germany, learn German, and they love it. It's a different lifestyle from one country to the other, from Seattle to Germany. It's, uh, it's always interesting to hear, like, especially now you had two kids already in the States and now coming over here, actually seeing other opportunities they actually have here, which maybe in the U.S. they didn't have, but then they had others there that they don't have here. We don't miss anything about the U.S. except live sports. So we're big Seattle Seahawks American football fans. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, they were in Munich last year. We were able to catch that game. But otherwise, yeah, we have just adapted really, really quickly and love the lifestyle and all that Europe affords. That's, that's really nice to hear. So let's go back to what you were saying that you actually are opening or Zalando opened a hub in Stockholm which, as I understood, is actually focused on the B2B and actually connected network field. Yeah, it's a really exciting opportunity. We saw this as a huge opportunity with the skill sets that exist within Stockholm, especially in the logistics space. So as we're building out a multi-channel fulfillment solution, much of our focus is around kind of logistics, right? And being able to enable the fulfillment of orders from any sales channel in which a partner is selling their merchandise and be able to bring those in and then fulfill those on behalf of the partner. And so with that solution, we need really strong people in the logistics space. And we saw this as a big opportunity to really capitalize on that talent from a technology and product perspective, so engineering and product. I've been lucky enough to go see the office up there in Stockholm, and it's thrilling to see the hires that are joining and then see them in the office and see them starting to interact with each other. You know, you can't flip a switch and create an office overnight. It's a process, but we're, you know, working to kind of build out those competencies. And we're really excited about the talent that we have in that location. So we're actually still hiring for that location. We are. Yes. Yes. I have at least three open headcount right now that I'm trying to hire in a product analyst and two product managers, as well as some engineers up there. So then if you're interested and you're listening, then go to jobs.zalando.de and find the openings and apply. And maybe you'll be soon sitting with Kari in an interview and maybe then in our offices. <laughs> yes. So how come in Stockholm or in Sweden, there are so many experts in the field of technology and logistics? Is there any background? I think it's a great question. I mean, we definitely see the retail companies. So you see H&M and Ikea and other large retail companies up there. You also see kind of digital disruptors in the logistics space, such as Budbee. 
You also, you know, have the large companies like Klarna and Spotify up there as well. So you really, again, kind of heavily digital capabilities and tea. And we actually have hired a few individuals from Spotify. So that's exciting. <laughs> um, but then you also have people that maybe have worked in manufacturing within, you know, the car companies and such that are really strong on kind of processes and supply chain from that element too. So yeah, it's a really rich talent pool. Nice. That sounds really good. So I wish you good luck on the hiring and with the new hub and the Connected Network project. I'm really happy to have so many B2B experts in the podcast to really get to know also this side. But before we wrap up, Karen, do you have any last words you would like to share? Any tips for our audience? I guess my message and one of the things that I would get across is that being a female working in a large company at a high level, right? There were many times in my career that I wondered whether I could have it all. There were many times where I said, gosh, if I want to be a mom, I need to take a step back and I need to slow down my career in order to be a good mom. I've realized over time that you can have it all. It requires a lot of balance. It requires some hard decisions. But I think that it's really important maybe for the women listening out there that you can be an executive. You can have the career, whatever it is that you aspire to be, and also be a great mom. You just have to find the balance that's right for you. And you have to have the advocacy and the wherewithal to be able to tell people what you need, right? And, and say, these are my guardrails. I'm not willing to work after this time. This is, you know, when I'm not available, this is my family time. And really set those up front with your manager and find, you know, great managers that support you. That's a really nice way to wrap this up. Thank you so much, Karen, for being here. Thank you, Janine. Really appreciate the time. And this was a lot of fun. Thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to know more about careers at Zalando, go to jobs.zalando.de. Our next episode is coming in two weeks, and I'll be talking to another guest from Inside Zalando about life inside the fashion and tech retail industry, and of course, their three pieces of me. In the meantime, visit our Instagram page, Inside Zalando, to know more about us.